0: carbon border tariffs could knock $16 billion off Africa's yearly GDP. Concern is growing in South Africa and across Africa about the implications of the European Union's (EU's) decision to proceed with the implementation of a carbon border adjustment mechanism CBAM, as a way of preventing so-called carbon leakage by imposing a tariff on imports equivalent to the carbon prices being paid by European companies. In terms of an agreement reached in December, The QAM will be implemented later this year and will initially cover the carbon-intensive sectors of iron and steel, cement, fertilizers, aluminium, electricity and hydrogen, as well as some precursors and a limited number of downstream products. While several details still need to be finalized, the imposition of a QAM would have significant implications for South Africa, a new working paper produced for the Presidential Climate Commission, PCC, warns. The paper shows that the EU imported, on average, $1.4 billion a year of products from sectors in South Africa covered by the KVAM, including the iron and steel sector, which employs some 28,000 people currently. The paper's author, John Ward of Genesis Analytics, confirmed during a PCC webinar hosted to release the paper that the South African iron and steel sector was the most at risk to KVAM. However, The EU's decision to include embedded and indirect emissions in the regulation held negative implications for chemicals and aluminium exports too. While the CAM was likely to face a legal challenge at the World Trade Organization, WTO, Ward argued that South African policymakers needed to be more active in finding ways to address the consequences of an instrument that was now firmly on the agenda in the EU and was also being considered by other countries, including the US, Japan and Canada. London School of Economics Professor Dave Luke warned during the same webinar that African countries were particularly exposed to the EU's PAM, owing to the fact that 26% of Africa's trade was with the bloc, whereas only 2.2% of the EU's trade was with Africa. Quoting from yet-to-be-published research commissioned by the Africa Climate Foundation, Luke warned that, at current carbon prices— the clam could have the effect of reducing Africa's exports to the EU by up to 5.7 percent, which would knock about 0.91 percent off the continent's gross domestic product, GDP. That's equivalent to an about $16 billion reduction in GDP at 2021 levels, Luke said. The exact impact would depend, he stressed, on the price of carbon and the final coverage of the products, As well as the phase in rate and whether the EU eliminates free allowances for European producers under its Emissions Trading System, or ETS. Africa is likely to be more severely affected because we are more exposed than most other countries or regions, such as China or India. This is due to the fact that production in Africa tends to be more carbon intensive, so it will suffer greater competitiveness shock, and because there is a relatively higher proportion of exports going to the EU. Luke explained. University of Cape Town adjunct Professor Faisal Ismail, who previously served as South Africa's ambassador to the WTO, questioned the legality of the KVAM, arguing that it appeared to violate a number of principles of the WTO, including Article 1, or the Most Favoured Nation Principle. Ismail added that the revenues raised would not support low-carbon transitions in developing countries, but simply add to the arsenal of protective subsidies they are providing to European companies. He argued, too, that the QAM should be viewed within a broader context of moves by blocs and countries, including the US and China, to bolster the competitiveness of their green industries. Ismail urged developing countries to band together to oppose the BAM and other protective measures being adopted and predicted that there would be a rise in litigation on green industry issues at the WTO, including between developed countries. We should be demanding that the EU, the US, China and others really engage at the multilateral level, as there needs to be greater coherence between the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change the WTO and the G20 on finance, and how we can collectively avoid war games in the climate space or the green space and really begin to engage how we can cooperate to work together towards a lower carbon and more sustainable world. Trade and industrial policy strategies senior economist Gaylor Montmasson Clair agreed that the EU clam was deeply unjust, but warned that it was the tree that hides the forest noting that the scheme had been under development for years and that several other large countries were considering similar interventions. For this reason, South Africa should not be naive in only pursuing a multilateral campaign against its implementation but should simultaneously prepare itself for the likelihood that measures similar to the PAM will be implemented more broadly. I think we can pursue some legal avenues but that should not distract us from the priority. Which is to decarbonize our economy and make sure that it is competitive going forward, Montmasson Clare stressed, while highlighting the growing uncompetitiveness associated with remaining such a carbon intensive economy. National Business Initiative's Riutumetsi Molitzone called for greater policy coordination and cohesion on the issue to position South Africa to respond nimbly and effectively both to the threats and the opportunities associated with instruments such as GAM. She noted that the work done by business in response to calls for a just transition to a more climate resilient economy and society had highlighted some of the opportunities associated with decarbonization, including the potential to produce competitive green steel using green hydrogen. Key to this is obviously the renewables resources that we have in South Africa and how it feeds into the green hydrogen space, both of which are really important for looking at how we can decarbonize those key sectors which are most vulnerable and most at risk from the effects of CAM and similar initiatives from other countries, Molletsohn said.